And so the national debt comes to roughly one trillion dollars. But Congress, take... Congressman Dipley, over here, Congressman Dipley. The, uh, yes, the Mr. Aver- Scooper. The average voter has no comprehension of how much is a trillion dollars. Can you put it, that staggering figure in words that any layperson could understand? Absolutely, Mr. Scoopa. I've quite a knack for talking to the little people back home, as I like to call them. A trillion is merely a one, followed by... Comma. Oh, oh, oh! Comma. Oh, oh, oh! Comma. Comma. Oh, oh, oh! Riders Radio Theaters on the air! Radio, it's the Riders on the Radio. Come on, partner, settle up and go. Get ready for the Cowboy Show. Yodel, yodel, yeah. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the Cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride in a rope, gonna wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoop. And holler and holler at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airways once again with America's favorite cowboys, riders in the sky. Too slim, a man of many hats. Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of America. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Oh, Every buckaroo and buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now with the 2395th performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky. All right, thank you, Texas Vicks Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over for the radio. Thank you to you folks here at the Emory and out there in Radio Land. We've got a big show, so we'll have little introductions. Too Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, and the leader of our orchestra, Jay Spell. Riders in the sky tonight. We're going to start out wahooing it up. One, two, three, four. Ah, give me a horse, a great big horse, and give me a buckaroo, and let me wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. Say, give me a ranch and a big pair of pants, and give me a Stetson, too, and let me wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. Give me those wide open spaces, for I'm just like a prairie flower, growing wilder every hour. Give me a moon, a prairie moon, give me a gallons, too, and let me wahoo. Wahoo, wahoo, yeah, sing it, Wahoo. Oh, now, why did the wildcat get so wild he didn't know what to do? He couldn't wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. Wahoo. Oh, why did the Zulu warrior lose the battle of Timbuktu? He couldn't wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. The world is wahoo for ages. Now some like the wahoo soft and low, others like to let it go. Did old chief sitting bull sit around feeling blue? He couldn't wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. Play a J-spell. Squeeze that thing, Jay. Yeah, what is it? Yeah. 
What did Miss Cleopatra say to Anthony when they met? She hollered, wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. And what did that roaming Romeo say to Miss Juliet? He hollered, wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. It started way back in Eden. He was the cause and that's no fib. She wahooed at him for a rip. And what did Miss Pocahontas yell the minute she saw John Smith? She hollered, wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. She hollered, wahoo, 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 wahoo. Nothing you miss, Riders Radio Theater, when it won't go away. We'll be right back after this ear candy from Campfire Light Records. Howdy, neighbors. Have you heard the news? There's a folk revival going on and going strong. Hootenannies are back. Striped shirts, pure melodies, descriptive lyrics that tell the story of a generation. Michael rolled a boat ashore. Michael rolled the boat ashore. Hallelujah. Yep, Campfire Light Records and their wisdom asked me, MC Hammerhead, to put together a group to cash in on folk music. Here it is, the Kingston Pike Trio featuring Mama. Yes, the Kingston Pike Trio featuring Mama will knock you upside the head and back into the 60s with songs like, Where Have All the Flowers Gone? Pick it up there, Mama. Where have all the flowers gone? Here's our group's mellow baritone, Dr. B. Baxter Basil. We're delighted to be singing the folk songs of our land, right, Mama? Oh, yes, Dr. Basil. I even earned my hair so I'd look like Marion, Peter, Paul, and Marion. I don't wear shoes. And, Fine, Mama. And Sit down, Mama. This album, this album packs an emotional wallet, neighbors. You'll hear old Kaz singing like he never had before. How many roads must a man walk down? I say that, but I really don't know much about roads. I'm in the grocery business, you yep, see. Yep, it's the Weavers of the 90s, only $9.99 for the Kingston Bike Trio featuring Mama Pub, the, the Magic Dragon, live by the sea, and frolic in the optimist in a land called Honolulu. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Who uh, said hominy? It's Honolulu. It's hominy, right, Mama? No, no. Dr. Basil likes it with a little cheese, and sometimes when he's away, I get down to Sherry and... and I sit down, Mama. Then every we got comedy and Sherry on sale this week at all the cast supermarkets. I got a truck in from up north, and I... I think, uh, I think the next album, we go electric. How about it? Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. Order today, neighbors, and now back to Riders Radio Theater. Ladies and gentlemen, guest time, and too slim, would you please introduce our guest? Well, I'd be proud to, Ranger Doug. We've got some folks that, uh, that have many folks known from their appearances on the, on the Prairie Home Companion. Now they're, they're plugging up their cowboy-like campfires and instruments here now, and uh, they're known as the sweethearts of the Shenandoah, <laughs> at least as of tonight. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Robin and Linda Williams. Hi, folks. Howdy, folks. y'all gonna do for us tonight? Well, uh, two, you don't mind if I call you two. Uh, it's, My friends uh, call me two. Okay, great. Well, I'm sure out there in Nebraska or California, wherever you live, these people have, uh, you've heard of Hank Williams, and uh, we're gonna do a song that we wrote about Hank Williams. It's called Rolling and Ramblin' the Death of Hank Williams. Oh. 
like it was all he ever knew. He didn't sing at all that night. He, he was pale and as he goes, he didn't know his time had closed. Slumped in the backseat to the right. Rolling and rambling, the women loved him half and dead. He sang with a whiskey on his breath. His heart broke like a child's. Rolling and rambling, the sun is set out on the trail. The whole boat's drifted up the rail. He's taking his last ride. Not, let us not forget the wonderful musicians that accompanied you on you that. You know, I uh, was so uh, trying to make sure that this radio thing didn't get ahead of us and that I forgot to introduce that that was Jim Watson there on the uh, bass and on the vocals, and we had Kevin Maul on the dobro there yeah. doing the fine yeah, job. Yeah, I'm telling you. You guys live up in the beautiful hills of Virginia, don't you? That's right, yeah. Slim. We built our own home there. and Really? You know, yeah, yeah. And in fact, American Woodworking Magazine, it, well, they made our house a national treasure. Wow, a national treasure. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, especially the living room floor. It's really, it's really our crowning achievement. You know, wow. Slim, we, we made it out of wood from all over the wood, world, all kinds of woods, all different sorts. Some are even are extinct now. Wow. I mean, yeah. it's really priceless. When we get off the road, the first thing we do is polish that floor. That's right. Well, great. Well, I know you're headed that way soon, but of course not until after the show. <laughs> well, actually, uh, Slim, we're leaving now. <laughs> what? We've been out for 13 weeks, yeah. Slim. You know what that's like. But, but you but can't see the guest always shows up in the cereal. But we really I mean, want to get we home. We really want to, but well, no, But look here on, on page 82 of the contract. Guest will appear in cereal. I know what it I, says there, but, but so long. Sorry. We're out of here. I, Great to see you again. Ladies and Bye. gentlemen, Robin and Linda Williams. That's too bad. Boy. Yes, Robin and Linda. 
Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, that'll be a little bit right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul composition. What a friend we have in Western theme number 22. Back, Buckaroos and Buckarettes, you're listening to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode nine of the exciting Western melodrama Rocket Rustlers. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, while investigating the theft of a top secret government space ex experiment, Riders in the Sky have been sidetracked by a seemingly unrelated attack on their town by a 300 pound mole. So far, the mole has tunneled into the dressing room at the local Victoria's Secret and also the vault of the first rational bank, which it then robbed. The mole, of course, is Charlie. He's trying to dig his way to Slocum's jail cell, but keeps taking a wrong turn. Then, in our last episode, Red the Barber was bemoaning a lack of business when suddenly Charlie crashed through the floor of his shop. Not to let a potential customer get away, Red gave Charlie one of his special 25-cent bowl cuts. Yes, that should about do it, Colonel. Now I take the bowl off, and uh, here's the mirror. Now, what do you think there? Ah! And now episode nine, entitled, The Mirror Cracked. Hmm, the mirror cracked. Well, anyway, what do you think of your haircut? Well, it's a bowl cut, all right. Thank you. Well, let's see, Colonel, that'll be two bits for the haircut and $300 for the floor you ruined. That sounds a little steep, Red. Well, I recall the words of the immortal Branch Ricky when he said, uh, when a man crashes through the floor of a barber shop, he must do two things. One, uh, give him a haircut and uh, charge him for the floor. All right, all right, I get a point. How much is it altogether? Well, that's the $300 plus the 25 cents. Right. How much is that? Ah, <laughs> uh, let me see. Well, there are no vast distances between Red's ears and the electrical impulses there power far brighter bulbs than the one in Charlie's head. Yes, Red knows a live one when he sees one. Well, $300 plus 25 cents adds up to $500. <laughs> okay. Let me get my hand up through this little hole here. Ah, look, I got these $100 bills. How many of these would it take? Well, I, I should think that that stack there would hit it right on the nose. Yes. Thank you. Now let me step on your head here and push you back through. That did it. So long! 
Well, yes, in the words of the immortal French Ricky, there's a sucker born popping up through a barbershop window every minute. Lovely day. Across the street from Red the Barber Shop at the office of the High Sheriff, Riders in the Sky are having a strategy session. Gosh, what are we gonna do, Ranger Doug? Let's take a look at this crime wave on the map. Woody, using these two points where the so-called mole has surfaced, could you figure out how we could intersect the mole's tunnel with one of our own? Let's see, Ranger Doug, if we take the hyperbolic sign of this angle. Yes, I think we can. If we tunnel north at 45 degree angle just from behind the livery stable there, at some point we will intercept his tunnel. Good work, Woody. Slim, while Woody finishes his calculations, why don't you get a shovel and start digging the main shaft for us to angle from? Well, gosh, Ranger Doug, why don't you? <laughs> because, too, Slim, this is a Western melodrama. Someone has to stand around in a big white hat and look manly. Now, I can't do that and dig a tunnel, can I? All right. I see what you mean. Good, now let's get started. While the riders set off to begin their assault on the lair of the mole, High Sheriff Drywall is just entering Red the Barber's shop. Oh, yes, come in, Colonel High Sheriff. Come on in, sit down. Oh, howdy, Red. You're a little late today, aren't you, Colonel? Oh, it couldn't be helped. It was official business. Well, just step around that big top in the middle of the floor and hop in the chair. Here, we'll get started. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Oh, that's it. Now, uh, what are we doing today with the hair? Well, uh, I guess I'll have the bowl cut today, Red. Fine, I'll, I'll just put the bowl on there. Mm. Oh, snug fit. Now, uh, what's the official business that uh, held you up there, Colonel? Well, Red, there's a giant mole terrifying Tumbleweed City. Yes, I know. You do? How'd you know about that? Well, it was here earlier. You saw him? Oh, I certainly did. He crashed up through a hole in my floor. That top right over there is covering it. Well, what'd you do? Well, I guess you could say I clipped him. You clipped him pretty good, too. <laughs> well, you're good at that, Red, I'll tell you what. I wish I could catch him. This is one of my most baffling cases. Well, you know, whatever I need to catch a mole or whatever size, I remember the words of the great baseball legend, Branch Rickey, who said to me, uh, the way to catch a mole is to uh, flood him out, and I should think a garden hole uh, should be the Fred, weren't you listening? I got serious things on my mind, partner. I don't have time to talk baseball with you. I see, as you wish. Well, there you go. Just, uh, I'll just take the bowl off, and uh, my, it seems to be stuck. What? Get it off there. It was such a tight fit, and, and now it's stuck. Get the thing it's, off. It's, I can't. I can't get it off. I'll what? try twisting it. Are you going to... Uh, I'm sorry, Colonel Sheriff. It won't come off. Are you... Well, what am I going to do? Well, I, I guess you'll just have to wear it. Uh, that'll be two bits, please. Two bits? Huh. Thanks for the haircut, Red. Here. Right, you're welcome, Colonel. And before you go, I'll need two bucks for that bowl. You're going to charge me for the bowl? Well, as Branch Ricky once told me many years ago at the Dodgers. Never mind what Branch Ricky said here. Goodbye. Well, come back now. <clears throat> It's a sight to see, all right, the high sheriff of Tumbleweed County walking down the street with a bowl stuck on his head and talking to himself. And give my hat on over this bowl, two bucks for a bowl on my head. Branch, Ricky, giant mold, garden hoses flooding. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, that was the unmistakable ding of a low wattage idea. Flooding. That's what I'll do. Not with no garden hose, though. I need to call out the fire department. 
As the sher high sheriff goes off to call out the fire department, literally beneath his feet, a 300-pound doofus is burying along on his merry way. Uh, this time I'm gonna get to Slocum. Hey, what's this? Some kind of dern bug's nest. Well, too bad for you bugs. Huh. <laughs> Unfortunately for Charlie, that was not a bug's nest. It was a scorpion's nest, and not just any scorpion. No, it was the nest of the vicious tumbleweed valley underground scorpion. And Charlie's digging has just separated a mother from her young with him in the middle. Yes, mother love, especially in scorpions, is nothing to fool with. And as with many large girth men, a gap exists between the tail of Charlie's t-shirt and the belt of his pants. It is in this crack on Charlie's backside that the mother scorpion strikes. If Charlie had been on the surface, he would have run off screaming, but being underground, his only choice was to dig and dig and dig, trying to escape the pain, which of course he won't. The sting of the underground scorpion lasts for six hours. Meanwhile, in the alley behind the livery stable, riders in the sky have begun their excavation to intersect the mole's tunnel. How's it coming down there, Too Slim? It's dirty and filthy. How's it up there, smiling, manly man in a big white hat? It's beautiful up here, Slim. It's a lovely day. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, right. And down by the river, Chief Hammerhead Stilson and the Tumbleweed Valley Fire Department arrive and enter the drywall summit. Okay, Sheriff, where's the fire? Ain't no fire, Hammerhead. We got a 300-pound mole's blood out. Set up a pump down there by the river. We're gonna need a lot of water. All right, Milo. Yeah. Now, set up the super pump down by the river. Heard uh, that. I want you to run hoses to the bank, over at Victoria's Secret, and over Red Barber Shop. There's a hole in each one of them places, and I want you to put the hoses in the hole and flood them with water. Got All it? All right, boys, come on. Let's flush us a mole. Yeah. As the fire department and the high sheriff go about flooding out the alleged 300-pound mole and the riders dig a tunnel to intercept him, the mole himself is still frantically digging to escape the agony of the mother scorpion's sting. And on a lovely wooded hillside in the mountains of Virginia, far, far from the madding crowd, two road-weary musicians come home. Boy, Linda, it's great to be home. Yeah, it's just terrific to walk on our wonderful wooden floor and our sock feet again. Yeah, and oh, before we settle in, if you want to give me that check from the Riders Radio Theater, I'll take it to the bank tomorrow morning and I'll cash it. Oh, okay. I guess it's in this envelope that Two Slim gave me. Yeah, thanks. Uh, what the, Linda? This isn't a check. It's a publisher's clearinghouse entry. Why? That little pinhead. Just because they wouldn't do their dumb cereal. Can you imagine that? Well, I tell you, dear, it's not going to ruin our night. Let's turn on the radio. I think Garrison is still on. <laughs> I'll open up a bottle of good wine, and what do you say we polish our floor? Oh, Robin, you're so romantic. What's that noise? Do you think it's termites? Oh, I hope not anything but that. Look out! Look out! Hi, boss. It's me. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's a doofus, and he's ruined our wonderful, lovely floor. Oh, my. Why? Why? Oh, Why? Well, uh, as Branch Ricky said, you should have stayed for the cereal. <laughs> 
Wait a minute, Linda. Wait a minute. Settle down. Everything broke pretty clean here. You know, I think, I think we can glue our floor back together again. Here, look. You're right. Oh, thank heavens, it's not the end. That's the spirit, Linda. I'll get the glue. Okay. Wait a minute. What's that noise? Oh, oh Lord. It's coming from under our floor. It, it sounds like a runaway train. No, more like Niagara Falls. No, more like... Sheriff Drywall's plan to flood the mole out has had an unexpected result. Robin and Linda Williams and their wonderful home are floating 40 feet up in the air on a geyser of water from the Tumbleweed River. Meanwhile, back in Tumbleweed Valley. Riders in the Skies Tunnel has just intersected Charlie's and they suffer a similar fate. Whoa! Oh no, is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Not if we get them first. Will Robin and Linda get to them first? And what happened to Charlie? The answers to these questions cannot be found in America Woodworking Magazine. They can only be found right here, same time, same station, next week in episode 10 of Rocket Rustlers entitled Revenge of the Giant Mildewed Mole. It's hydrated, humectant, really humid melodrama you won't want to miss. And it's coming only to this, Theater of the Mind. And now here again are Riders in the Sky, eagle-eyed Jace, Bill and flooring experts, Robin and Linda Williams. All right. One more song. One more song. All right, song. you guys help us out here on this cowboy song you called Annie. One, two, three, four. We rode on the cool green earth. We were like a summer breeze back Drifted like the tumbling weeds Annie, the time does flow Annie, so long ago We shuffled like the buffalo And you sure rocked your daddy-o The same old smoke blows up the draw And the same old fires they raise We can still go push it hard but Annie, I can feel my age, Annie, the time does flow, Annie, so long ago, we shuffled like the buffalo, and you sure rocked your daddy-o. The Cash and Gas is Riders Radio Theater, Bunker, the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, two slims, Mercantile, or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, White Street, Tennessee, 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Spender. Our production format is Campfire Burke. Sound effects Wrangler Big Zeno Clinker. The executive producer for WVXU is J.C. Doc King. Producer is Lasso and Larry Ashcraft. Coordinating producer Chuck Wagonmaster Ingram. Chief engineer Jambry J. Crawford. Recording director Gallopin George Zahn. Sound effects Honcho Winchester Jim Springfield. Stage manager Solid L. Ron Esposito. And sound engineer Ropen Rich Burnett. This is Texas Big Spender saying so long, Saddlebiles. We'll see y'all next week on Riders Radio Theater. This is the VXU Radio Network. <laughs>